0: Chapter 5, Part 14 of The Legends of the Jews, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. THE LEGENDS OF THE JEWS, Volume 1 by Rabbi Lewis Ginsberg THE WOOING OF REBECCA Attended by ten men, mounted upon ten camels, laden with jewels and trinkets, Eliezer betook himself to Haran under the convoy of two angels the one appointed to keep guard over eliezer the other over rebecca the journey to haran took but a few hours at evening of the same day he reached there because the earth hastened to meet him in a wonderful way he made a halt at the well of water and he prayed to god to permit him to distinguish the wife appointed for Isaac among the damsels that came to draw water, by this token that she alone and not the others would give him drink. Strictly speaking, this wish of his was unseemly, for suppose a bondwoman had given him water to drink. But God granted his request. All the damsels said they could not give of their water, because they had to take it home. Then appeared Rebekah coming to the well, contrary to her want, for she was the daughter of a king, Bethuel, her father, being king of Haran. When Eliezer addressed his request for water to drink to this young innocent child, not only was she ready to do his bidding, but she rebuked the other maidens on account of their discourtesy to a stranger. Eliezer noticed too how the water rose up to her of its own accord from the bottom of the well so that she needed not to exert herself to draw it having scrutinized her carefully he felt certain that she was the wife chosen for isaac he gave her a nose ring wherein was set a precious stone half a shekel in weight foreshadowing the half shekel which her descendants would once bring to the sanctuary year by year. He gave her also two bracelets for her hands, of ten shekels weight in gold, in token of the two tablets of stone and the Ten Commandments upon them when rebecca bearing the jewels came to her mother and to her brother laban this one hastened to eliezer in order to slay him and take possession of his goods laban soon learned that he would not be able to do much harm to a giant like eliezer he met him at the moment when eliezer seized two camels and bore them across the stream. Besides, on account of Eliezer's close resemblance to Abraham, Laban thought he saw Abraham before him, and he said, Come in, thou blessed of the Lord. It is not becoming that thou shouldst stand without. I have cleansed my house of idols. But when Eliezer arrived at the house of Bethuel, they tried to kill him with cunning. They set poisoned food before him. Luckily, he refused to eat before he had discharged himself of his errand. While he was telling his story, it was ordained by God that the dish intended for him should come to stand in front of Bethuel, who ate of it and died. Eliezer showed the document he had in which Abraham deeded all his possessions to Isaac, and he made it known to the kindred of Abraham how deeply attached to them his master was, in spite of the long years of separation yet he let them know at the same time that abraham was not dependent wholly upon them he might seek a wife for his son among the daughters of ishmael or lot at first the kindred of abraham consented to let Rebekah go with Eleazar, but as bethuel had died in the meantime they did not want to give Rebekah in marriage without consulting her. Besides, they deemed it proper that she should remain at home at least during the week of mourning for her father. But Eliezer, seeing the angel wait for him, would brook no delay, and he said, "'The man who came with me and prospered my way waits for me without." And as Rebecca professed herself ready to go at once with Eliezer, her mother and brother granted her wish and dismissed her with their blessing. But their blessing did not come from the bottom of their hearts. Indeed, as a rule, the blessing of the impious is a curse. Wherefore, Rebekah remained barren for years. Eliezer's return to Canaan was as wonderful as his going to Haran had been. A seventeen days' journey he accomplished in three hours. He left Haran at noon, and he arrived at Hebron at three o'clock in the afternoon. THE TIME FOR THE MINAH PRAYER which had been introduced by Isaac. He was in the posture of praying when Rebekah first laid eyes upon him, wherefore she asked Eliezer what man this was. She saw he was not an ordinary individual. She noticed the unusual beauty of Isaac, and also that an angel accompanied him. Thus her question was not dictated by mere curiosity. At this moment she learned through the Holy Spirit that she was destined to be the mother of the godless Esau. Terror seized her at the knowledge and trembling she fell from the camel, and inflicted an injury upon herself. After Isaac had heard the wonderful adventures of Eliezer, he took Rebekah to the tent of his mother Sarah, and she showed herself worthy to be her successor. The cloud appeared again that had been visible over the tent during the life of Sarah and had vanished at her death. The light shone again in the tent of Rebecca that Sarah had kindled at the coming in of the Sabbath, and that had burnt miraculously throughout the week. The blessing returned with Rebecca that had hovered over the dough needed by Sarah, and the gates of the tent were opened for the needy wide and spacious, as they had been during the lifetime of Sarah. For three years Isaac had mourned for his mother, and he could find no consolation in the academy of Shem and Eber, his abiding-place during that period. But Rebekah comforted him after his mother's death, for she was the counterpart of Sarah in person and in spirit. As a reward for having executed to his full satisfaction the mission with which he had charged him, Abraham set his bondman free. The curse resting upon Eliezer, as upon all the descendants of Canaan, was transformed into a blessing because he ministered unto Abraham loyally. Greatest reward of all, God found him worthy of entering paradise alive, a distinction that fell to the lot of very few. THE LAST YEARS OF ABRAHAM Rebekah first saw Isaac as he was coming from the way of ber lachai Roy, the dwelling-place of Hagar, whither he had gone after the death of his mother, for the purpose of reuniting his father with Hagar, or, as she is also called, Ketura. Hagar bore him six sons, who, however, DID SCANT HONOR TO THEIR FATHER, FOR THEY WERE ALL idolaters. ABRAHAM, THEREFORE, DURING HIS OWN LIFETIME, SENT THEM AWAY FROM THE PRESENCE OF ISAAC, THAT THEY MIGHT NOT BE SINGED BY ISAAC'S FLAME, AND GIVING THEM THE INSTRUCTION TO JOURNEY EASTWARD AS FAR AS POSSIBLE. There he built a city for them, surrounded by an iron wall, so high that the sun could not shine into the city. But Abraham provided them with huge gems and pearls, their luster more brilliant than the light of the sun, which will be used in the messianic time when... THE MOON SHALL BE CONFOUNDED AND THE SUN ASHAMED. ALSO ABRAHAM TAUGHT THEM THE BLACK ART, WHEREWITH THEY HELD SWAY OVER DEMONS AND SPIRITS. IT IS FROM THIS CITY IN THE EAST THAT LABAN, Balaam, AND Balaam's FATHER BEOR DERIVED THEIR SORCERIES. Ephr, one of the grandsons of Abraham and Keturah, invaded Libya with an armed force, and took possession of the country. From this, Ephr, the whole land of Africa, has its name. Aram is also a city made habitable by a kinsman of Abraham. In his old age Terah contracted a new marriage with Pelilah, and from this union sprang a son, Zoba, who was the father in turn of three sons. The oldest of these, Aram, was exceedingly rich and powerful, and the old home in Haran sufficed not for him and his kinsmen the sons of Nahor, the brother of Abraham. Aram and his brethren, and all that belonged to him, therefore, departed from Haran, and they settled in a vale, and they built themselves a city there, which they called Aram-Zobah, to perpetuate the name of the father and his firstborn son. Another Aram, Aram Naharim, on the Euphrates, was built by Aram, son of Camuel, a nephew of Abraham. Its real name was Petor, after the son of Aram, but it is better known as Aram Naharim. The descendants of Kesed, another nephew of Abraham, a son of his brother Nahor, established themselves opposite to Shinar, where they founded the city of Kesed the city whence the Chaldees are called Chazdim. Though Abraham knew full well that Isaac deserved his paternal blessing beyond all his sons, yet he withheld it from him THAT NO HOSTILE FEELINGS BE AROUSED AMONG HIS DESCENDANTS. HE SPAKE AND SAID, I AM BUT FLESH AND BLOOD HERE TODAY, TOMORROW IN THE GRAVE. WHAT I WAS ABLE TO DO FOR MY CHILDREN I HAVE DONE. HENCEFORTH LET COME WHAT GOD DESIRES TO DO IN HIS WORLD and it happened that immediately after the death of abraham god himself appeared unto isaac and gave him his blessing and of section 34 recording by robert scott mojo move 411.com m o j o m o v e Four one one dot com August the nineteenth two thousand and seven.